we're all back. Yeah, except for you guys are trying to kick me out. Um, well, maybe. <laughs> I'm not trying to kick you out. We're just saying that you bring down the show. <laughs> <laughs> It's my fucking show, you piece of shit. <laughs> Emotionally, intellectually, wow. culturally. Wow. <sighs> Fuck you too. Well, we don't love you. We're just yeah. saying you're a redneck. I'm not a fucking redneck. <laughs> I don't know. The <laughs> Man, he just going all going all all in tonight. How many how many how many drinks have you had tonight, Rich? Half. Jesus, you fucking lightweight. Half. Wow. It just made uh, me honest. <laughs> makes you a dick. Yep. Rich, I drank a little bit of a... I picked up a bottle of Wilderness Trail um, bourbon. Um, got that for my birthday. And it's uh, just under 110 proof. So I had a had a, had a little, yeah. you know, little, little, little taster before I cracked this beer. But it's good. It was a barrel. Is a barrel pick from a one of our local liquor stores. Yeah, I liked it. Little, 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 little bit of a slight burn, but everything else is super smooth. That's cool. Um, so yeah, it's out of Danville, Kentucky, which is like central part of the state, I guess. So, oh, good stuff. Started by Dan. Yeah, yeah, he uh, settled there in uh, 1605. Um, as he was chased by Vikings across the Atlantic Ocean, um, then then decided, you know what, this is this is Danville, and uh, he's reigned uh, supreme for four hundred years. <laughs> Sounds about right. He's the next cryptid we're going to talk about. Yeah. Um, so we're going to dedicate the next five hours to uh, Dan from Danville. Um, then, <laughs> <laughs> How like seriously, think about that for a second. How shitty do you think it is? Like, you think parents actually still name their kids Daniel and they live in Danville? And then, like, uh, how shitty those kids' lives need to be or have to be with that with that name? I'm Daniel Danielson from Danielville. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, there's got to be one. Yeah, like it's just got to be terrible. And 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 I'm saying it the northern way, like the actual Kentucky way to say it, Danville, 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 Danville. <laughs> Danville. So it's like uh, we have these other towns. So you know, uh, uh, you know, like uh, uh, Versailles, and you know, in France, yeah, it's uh, it's Versailles. Oh, of course it is. It's Versailles. It's, it's quesadillas, right? Yep. Make yourself dang quesadilla. <laughs> so uh, Rich, last night Bob and I did a uh, uh, kind of a. You know, Bob, you call it like a retrospective on the uh, 2DS, 3DS, and Wii U um, as the eShops are getting ready to shutter. And we kind of got into a conversation about uh, some physical media. Um, I don't know, we kind of thought it'd be kind of cool to kind of see what you thought. And just before we started recording, uh, you uh, you own uh, said items. So uh, what's your thoughts on the, uh, the, the eShops closing? Is that going to do anything to you, for you, whatever? Um, no, when I got the switch, I kind of took out the Wii U anyway, so it's actually sitting in a basement in a box somewhere waiting to be sold eventually. So it probably doesn't work now anymore. Um, eh, I don't know. I read that thing too. I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe not. It doesn't matter. It, uh, <laughs> it barely worked when it was new. It was slow. 
didn't connect to the internet. Oh, um, shit. I put off. I mean, no, just the Wii U in general was slow. I don't know if you do. You, have you used one? Did you have one? Oh, yeah, I, I got one at launch. Yeah, I wasn't impressed. I got one later. I got the Zelda console when it was on sale. Nice. Because it was the Zelda console. And I had to rebuy games again because Nintendo doesn't know how to make a a, a, a web store. <laughs> I, I kind of made that hey, same game? comment last Hold night. <laughs> what games did you have to rebuy? Because if you just went into the Wii menu, they were all there. Uh, no, no. I had ones that I had to buy for the... Um, I definitely rebought them for my 3DS. And then I sold the 3DS and got the 3DS XL. And had to call Nintendo support to transfer the stuff because I couldn't just download it again from the store. Yeah. Um, and then I'm pretty sure I bought uh, Earthbound Beginnings on both the 3DS. And then I had to buy it on the Wii U because it wasn't technically the same download, even though it was the same ROM file from a, a game that they put out 30 years <laughs> when you came out. Because, again, Nintendo sucks. But luckily now, now we're just getting that wonderful online service where they give us uh five games and maybe they'll release another game once a year <laughs> without telling anyone um until like the day before it's released so yes uh, what i'm saying is fuck nintendo it's kind of funny you say that about the um the, the lack of online games available to their their classic consoles if you will being you know nintendo super nintendo and so forth we talked about that yesterday and I know, Bob, you kind of made that same comment, too. It's like, you know, the offerings just aren't worth it. Yeah, I was a, a little a little less explicit in my, uh, and a little <laughs> less anger-filled in my uh, estimation of what the, the Nintendo online service offers, but same basic I think it's because you're wearing a red shirt and it's making me aggressive. So you should just take it off and make me horny. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> No, no, now I'm just nauseated. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Oh, man. When, when they had the Wii and the Wii store first came out, at least that one, you had like TurboGrafx games on it and you had uh, Genesis games. You had like everything was on there. And it was, you know, it was still overpriced for what it was, but it was cool that it was all there. Right. And then, uh, and then they just kind of said, eh, meh. You buy our games that we'll never put on sale in console or uh, cartridge form. So now maybe, what, maybe we'll take five dollars off when they're ten years old, and you can, you know. Yes. <laughs> you, so you didn't really you didn't really play too much of the Wii U then, did you? Uh, I played enough of it. It was okay. Were I played. Any- uh, I remember playing. Um, I like 3D Mario Mario World Mario 3D World. Whatever fuck that was, where you turn into a cat. That one was yeah. good. Um, I liked Mario Maker. That was the first place I played that, and that was cool because it worked like it should, where the the screen was your, you know, you build everything here, and then you play it on the TV, and that's kind of cool. So I played a lot. And, um, the Wind Waker remix is that the one I played? I replayed that on the uh, the Wii U, and that was fun. I think that's the one that came with the Zelda. Yeah, thing. that's the one that came with yeah, the Zelda. Yeah. Um, did you happen to play Nintendo Land at all? Um, no, but I played, I'm pretty sure that's where the NES remixes first came out, and I played both of those. Mm-hmm. And then they were they on the 3DS first, they were on, I, I definitely, had were, oh, oh, yeah, 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 they were on the Wii U first. I thought yeah. you were saying Nintendo Land was where, no, 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 no the remix, no, yeah. So, 
Um, yeah, the NES. Which they have to bring out again. That's like one of the few things they haven't re-released somewhere, which they need to re-release. Yeah, which is weird. I don't understand that. Because um, they're they, Nintendo and they suck. Well, you know. Um, but we were talking yesterday. I was I was telling Tom about how. Much I don't know. Before you, before you, I want to I go off on another tangent real quick. And that last Super Mario uh, movie trailer that uh, was horrible. I have less. <laughs> Less interest now in it before. I think Chris Pratt is a hard not Chris Pratt. Yeah, no, no, Chris. Whichever Chris it is, it's doing the voice. It's not yeah, even, yeah. It? yeah, okay. Yeah. It's just horrible. It's 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 just it's like wow. Like he doesn't care. He just he phoned it in. I don't like it. Wow. Yeah. Rich is full of hot takes tonight. I know. I just I just about to just give you the mic, Rich, because you're just on it. Yeah, I think maybe <laughs> maybe this isn't even a part two of our episode from last night. Um, maybe this is a Gregorio Unchained. But mm-hmm. I did, I did, I, I love my 3DS. It's still, like, I haven't played it in a while, but it's still sitting in the charger upstairs, like, where I could get to it if I wanted to. Um, and Rusty's, whatever the hell it's called, where you uh, cheat that dog out of baseball games is still one of the best uh, store exclusives, Nintendo store exclusives, or hell it is. Rusty's Real yeah, Deal Baseball. It. Yeah. Like, where you got his kid, and it's like, you keep, but he's like, well, you can buy this game for $20. Like, I'll give you three. It's like, oh, man, <laughs> and then the kid eventually tells you that's as low as you can get it. It's like, okay, that's cool. And the baseball games were fun. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I, uh, my, my biggest gripe with the Wii U uh, was, was, I feel like that if it was named something different, I feel like it brought a lot of cool stuff, but I think the name sank it. But I really liked the Miiverse. I really liked uh, Nintendo Land. Um, I liked that it carried over a lot of the stuff from the Wii, like the the little features, like the the menu music, the eShop music, all that stuff. That the Switch just kind of went utilitarianism and and like threw it all out the window. Um, and like you said, I mean that that is one of the the annoying things about Nintendo is look, I've I bought the game on my on 3D or my 2DS or 3DS. Why can't I play it on my Wii or my Wii U or my Wii since since the eShop is connected? You know, it's not like it's two separate eShops. It's literally connected where if I add funds to my Switch, it adds funds to the to the Wii U and the 3DS eShop so that I can buy stuff. Cuz that's the only way to do it right now until the eShop closes is that you have to put it on you know, so th- there's just to me they, everything they do is a money grab, but then they fuck it up colossally with the switch with the with the fucking Nintendo Switch Online with the games on it. Like, have a virtual console like you did on the Wii U, on the 3DS, and on the Wii. That's all. I, that's all. I I mean, Rich, it, would you prefer you would prefer that? Correct. Oh yeah, and I and I, I, them, it, the I give them the extra money for whatever they're. I forget. I got the top tier service. I forget what it is. Yeah, yeah it's uh, yeah, I do too. And it's if I've got the family plan. It, the damn thing's eighty dollars a year. The- theoretically, I get the free tracks for uh, whatchamacallit, which I haven't played yet. Yeah, or, 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 yeah thank you. Yeah. Well, and then a handful of characters now too. I get the N sixty four games, which are unplayable unless you have one of their controllers that you can't get. You play with the Pro Controller. No, you can't. I mean, you can. Golden, yeah, Golden yeah. Eyes, oh. um, unplayable, basically. Yeah. Speaking of those controllers, they're going to be restocked this week. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I, I bought one of those um, Hyperkin adapters and just hooked up my old N64 controller. The only thing I found with it is that, and I, I don't know, I could be completely wrong. I had absolutely no way to get back to the home screen. So I had to have a second controller ready to go um, that was connected so I could. Every other button seemed to work, but like there's no identifiable home button when you do that um, for the original 64 controller. And that worked fine playing GoldenEye. But no, I, I share the sentiment. I really wish they just stuck with the virtual console thing. But like anything else, um, every, everything went software as a service. So mm-hmm. they did it based how everyone else did it. Um, so I kind of understand that from the business side of it. What sucks, though, is that what Rich, you said it, is there's just not a whole lot of offering on it. So, yeah, you've got, what, 30 or so Nintendo games now, 20 or so Super Nintendo games, 50, what, 15 or so 64 games. You have libraries of literally hundreds of games, and that six that the, the Nintendo and the Super Nintendo like online for the Switch has been there for a long time now, and you can't tell me that you're not able to be up to at least a hundred titles by now, right? You know, and, and and what bothers me even further on that is that you have these titles that are released, and it's like, well, let's just release a special edition where everything's super hard or everything's unlocked or whatever. It's thanks for nothing basically because that. Here, this extra menu item with game genie codes turned on for you. Exactly. It's just, oh, and it's like, oh, yeah, this is, we're going to do this, our, our, our monthly release. And it's like, oh, we're going to give you four games. Well, three of them are just special editions of things that you already not, released. Not only that, but if you look at it like, well, here's the games. They're just, here's a ROM. You do what you want with the ROM. Um, maybe it has rewind features added to it. But you look at stuff that's come out recently, like Atari 50 or. <clears> um, the Turtles, uh, Calabunga Collection, or that other stuff where it's like this whole, here's design documents, here's, um, the Atari 50 is basically a museum. Like, here's everything you could possibly want about the Atari if you want to learn Atari stuff. Um, Nintendo's got a big history, too. Do do something like that. Put out a game, give us some, you know, stupid pictures we can look at of design documents. Here's some stuff from our, our back office. Send us some, uh, send us some, what, what, what do they start off as like a playing card company, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Send us some playing cards that are hundred years old. <laughs> but, I don't uh, know. No, because they don't have to. They, uh, like, here, you'll take this. You, you'll like it. This is all we're giving you. Yeah. And, and, you know, we didn't really specifically dog the online service as bad as we are tonight. We did dog it. Um, and it's just, you know, it sucks because we compared it to, you know, your offerings that you get through like the PlayStation store, for example, which is light years ahead of your offerings that you're getting for paying. Like for me, anyway, I'm paying the family price. Yeah, I, I paid like, again, I have the PS5, whatever the PlayStation Plus thing is, whenever they had it, I signed up for it. Right. Like I can basically download any PS1 game and it, it works. It just, okay. And then there's games that I don't even have to download. I just stream them, and they right. work perfectly, too. And you're paying, I mean, yeah, you're paying, like, uh, what is that, 100, 110 a year or something like well, that? Yeah, I paid it all at once, and I forgot what I'm paying. Right, so right, yeah. And it's, that. but, like, for, like, when I see that, because I, I have that part of it, and then I pay the 80 for, like, the, the Switch stuff, and you see, right. like, what you're actually getting, mm-hmm. it is night and day. I mean. And you get the, you know, AAA game once a month or whatever, as long as you download it. Yeah. Yep, that's Bobby said the same exact thing yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I paid. I paid. Fit. I forgot to not renew, so yeah. I re, I renewed for fifty dollars. Like I forgot to take it off the auto renew. But like when I got the the first time I bought PlayStation Plus, I got it on sale around Christmas for like thirty dollars for the whole year. 
you know, and that's the other thing that, that we talked about yesterday is Xbox Live, PlayStation Plus, you can buy on sale at like mm. Best Buy or Target or, or Amazon or whatever. Can't do that with the Nintendo online. And I'll tell you what, I'm not I'm not doing the family plan next year, you know, or if I do, I'm not doing the, the Nintendo Switch Online Plus. So I'll lose content, you know, I'll lose content, but it's not worth 80 bucks to me to to sign up for that. And, so, and yeah. chances are they're just gonna raise it. Right. And 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 they're gonna say, and I don't know what their next, you know, online console is gonna be. Um, obviously now we've seen that they'll they're willing to do handhelds. So maybe there's something going down that road. But they've been such a slow roll with it that I I mean, if they continued with something like this. I mean, theoretically, I guess, yeah, you could throw some GameCube stuff out there, whatever. But, I mean, who knows if we'd ever actually see anything like that, you know? Well, let me ask you this, too, because now now you got me. I'm sorry, a little bit fired up here. So I saw an interview with Doug Bowser, who, what a fucking name for the CEO of Nintendo of America. But talking about Zelda Tears of the Kingdom and the price increase to $70, and listening to him talk about it, it doesn't sound like it was any major decision. Like they added this much content to, or, you know, like it sounds like, well, they figure, well, it's a Zelda game and people are really going to like the Zelda game and they're going to be impressed with the amount of content in it. So uh, we decided we could charge $70 and people wouldn't be upset. And they asked and they said, is that going to be the price going forward for new games? He said, no. Just certain games that we decide. So it seems it just seems fucking arbitrary. And it's starting to piss me off because they're not talking about, you know, he was asked, and obviously he's not gonna in just a random ass interview say, Oh yeah, we're we're working on the Switch 2 or a Switch Pro. But like he was talking about new innovative Nintendo's all about new innovative ways to play and blah 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 blah. And so he seemed he seemed to indicate that they are working on it, but so you're telling me that you and you they he said that there's plenty of great new experiences this year from Nintendo. So you tell me what great new experiences are coming out for Nintendo this year? Breath of the Wild, Pikmin 4, which can go fuck its own face, <laughs> and then Advance War, a fucking so so a a remaster of a Game Boy Advance slash DS game, and then Kirby's Return to Dreamland remastered. So two remasters, Metroid Prime remastered. So three remasters. Fucking um, Fire Emblem. Okay, Fire Emblem was good, but I don't think they're they're considering that. So Zelda and Pikmin. So really, they showed up a great lot of lineup coming for us for for this year, Nintendo. They showed off a lot of visual novels at their whatever ninety three whatever their thing. But that's not correct. from Nintendo. Nintendo's saying oh. their lineup. Uh. So what do they have coming out? The Pokemon DLC. What, what else? The 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 fucking Splatoon DLC. Unless there's something that you know is they're playing close to the chest. I don't know. Obviously, the sixty to seventy dollar price point on the uh, Zelda game. Is nothing more than uh, we have so many million units that we're expected to sell or going to, or that we expect to sell at sixty. We're probably going to sell the same number at seventy. Yeah, it's just profit. I mean, yeah. that's all that is. It's also their um, 
Xbox and PS5 games are seventy dollars. So if they can get seventy for theirs, we can get seventy for ours. Right. Parity well, across the the board. Well, and and if he would have just come out and said, "Listen, it's market inflation or market adjustment," I'd have been fine with it. But don't come out and tell me, "Oh, it's it's because it's a special game." It's because really, what the fuck am I getting special with this game that I didn't get for the other games that you released that were sixty dollars last year? It's not a new system. It's not coming with DLC. There's gonna be DLC that I'm gonna have to fucking buy down the road. But this this is shit isn't coming with anything. So what the fuck is the ten dollars? You're just gonna decide fucking mid 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 cycle of or well, towards the end of the life cycle of this console that now uh, now we're gonna we're gonna say uh, seventy dollars for this. If it would have started, if they would have come out and said, hey, listen, we're we're just into the market, or hey, we're gonna we're starting to work on the next system. All these games are going to be backwards compatible. They'll have graphics update patches, and you'll be able to play them on the new system. I'm fine with it. I'm 100% fine with it. But you're telling me just, oh, it's Zelda, so we're going to charge 70 bucks. Go fuck yourself, Doug Bowser. Since we're telling people to go fuck themselves, you just brought up a really good thing about the end of the, uh, the life cycle, and you, you came out with this thing where the games probably aren't going to be... Uh, backwards compatible with the next thing um i own a psvr and the psvr 2 just came out i don't own one of them because it's like twice the price that i paid for the psvr and none of the games are backwards compatible get the uh, fuck out yeah, yeah some of the people have released um upgrades where they i think some of them are free but for the most part you got to pay again for the or pay a little bit for the uh an updated version of them but no, none of them by default are backwards compatible. That's bullshit. I, I yeah. think it's the technology so different between the two devices, but still. And and the price of the PSVR is, is over the price of the PlayStation 5. Yeah. That's the biggest. Yeah. Uh, is it like 560 for it or something like that? I think it's 600 bucks is the starting point. Yeah, five, yeah, 550 is the yeah. starting point. I'd rather That's get insane. that stupid meta device from, uh, well, at least on that, I can watch VR porn without jumping through hoops. <laughs> you, can't, you can't watch VR porn on a PS uh, PlayStation device. They have it locked down. Well, that's because you've got to have the one hand in the controller. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's gonna, and actually, you can get rid of your PlayStation. I remember when I got that, you have to have the PlayStation camera and the move devices. At least now they have real, uh, real controllers for the PlayStation or the VR. Yeah. That's yeah, I'm, I'm, I threw. I'm just throwing up a uh, kind of a side by side on the. The specs are supposed to be night and day like um yeah and it's yeah, it's the, crazy so like the the uh the resolutions a lot higher um, um one of the things i even noticed with the the original one too is they called it screen dooring like the resolution was low enough where you could see kind of like pixels as you move around a little bit um mm -hmm. it wasn't horrible i mean it was still uh, resident evil 7 was impressive i remember really being scared playing that and i played a couple of really good games but uh like I said, this is supposed to be much better, but I'm not yeah. going to find out until it goes on clearance. Because the crazy I thing is, the PSVR, yeah. the original release date was six and a half years ago. Yeah. So there is, and that's kind of hard to believe. One of the um, cooler things about that, and I'm, I'm guessing it comes with the PSVR too, is if you have 3D Blu-rays, you can watch them um, with the VR. Oh, cool. Yeah. I mean, I, don't, I think I might have like a handful. I pick them up at Goodwill if I see them. Like I just got. Um, 
Avatar and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy in 3D. I'll probably never watch them, but if I wanted to, they're there. Yeah, I think I have like I, think I have like one or two because they the way that the package came, yeah. it came with like with the 3D it, Blu-ray yeah. and everything else. So I think I have like one or two, but I've never had a, a 3D TV or a 3D Blu-ray player. Yeah, I haven't either. So one of those things that I probably have a couple laying around too. And they probably will most likely stay in their case because I'll never have anything to watch it on. So, um, Rich, uh, the other part Bob and I kind of talked about yesterday, I'm really curious to see your thoughts on this. Um, and we can kind of go in a little bit with a wee bricking or wee you bricking as well. Um, but just the overall life cycle, lifespan of uh, like something like a Switch game card, um, since it's, you know, basically essentially the same thing as, you know, SD. Um, and an SD card as far as that goes. So there's obviously a, a, a finite number of cycles. Um, there's there's a shelf life to it. And so we kind of got into a little bit of a conversation like, so how does this affect the collector? You know, knowing that potentially 15, 20 years down the road, this thing's just done. See, that's interesting because the other way to look at it for collectors, with any modern... Modern being anything internet ready, um, especially if you're buying a AAA game, whatever's on that media that you have isn't playable anyway because of updates and stuff like that. So um, a lot of games now, you get day one updates that are larger than the capacity of the media anyway. So I don't know. I don't know if there is going to be a collector's market for we'll say disc-based games as there is uh, cartridge-based games. Um, and again, I, I think the limited run stuff, um, people don't buy them to play anyway. So it's hard to say whether or not if they'll work in the future matters. Because a lot of people now are buying the stuff um, sealed. Uh, I think grading finally broke and failed. So we're not going to worry about grading stuff anymore. But um, still, they want the it, – it's more – it's like those guys that buy a car or a motorcycle and then keep it on a, a trailer and trailer at different places and then just have people look at it. It's, it's the same thing. They're more just to, to look at anything else. Um, well, it's like the speculators yeah. that, that inflated the comic book and baseball card market back in the day. Say again? I'm sorry. It's like the speculators that oh, yeah. inflated the comic book and, and baseball card market back in the day. Mm. You know, they they come in, they ruin the hot, they ruin the hobby by making everything too expensive because they want to just because they want to make a buck, and by artificially inflating the market, they fuck over you and me who just want to get the games to fucking play them. Um, even my stuff. I mean, I I'd rather play. I mean, I have stuff on shelves over there, but. When I do go to play them, I play them on, you know, um, multi-carts or, or optical driving just because it's easier. I mean, everything's right there. I don't have to get up and, and swap right. anything, which is odd because if I listen to music, I'll go grab a record. And play. But I think that's different because you're listening to the record all the way through, and that's more of a kind of thing. Whereas the games, I just want to play whatever's available and play well, it. Honestly, nothing – if you're playing on an ODE or or on a multi-cart, multi it doesn't change the game. No. But listening on listening to music on different types of media changes the sound of the music. So I, I totally get that. Yeah, I, I think the, the one of the things that was interesting to me 
um, that we kind of got talking about was, you know, maybe not for the, the the pure collector, but somebody that, you know, buys a copy of a game, you know, they play it for a while and they put it down for a year, they pick it back up and, you know, whether it's stored at the optimal temperature or whatever, but just knowing that like, you know, hey, that little Switch game card, because, you know, regardless of the amount of updates or whatever, and say the system works fine 10 years down the road, um, you know, at some point it could just, you know, flake out and give out. And unfortunately it was, you know, a short run, a short print, um, you know, what have you. And that, and it's, it's interesting to say, like, because we then we kind of started talking about, you know, the offerings on the, the, the fact that it's like, okay, well, maybe I'll just get it digitally then instead of wanting to go buy it physically. Because as far as I know, the digital version might be there forever. Mm. So I, I don't know. It was, it was an interesting conversation to kind of go back and forth on. It's like, and I know, Bob, you kind of had that thought of it, like, really kind of makes you rethink of, you know, how you're approaching things, physical versus digital and so forth. Well, and one of the things, too, that we that we brought up was, Rich, you, you could probably speak to this a little bit more than than uh, than I can. You know, I've had my fair share of systems that I've torn down and and cleaned and refurbished and fixed and done whatever with. But when it comes to a system like the Switch, uh, what there is nothing that I'm going to be able to fix on a Switch if it goes bad. What what do you? I mean, aside from the Joy Cons, I could replace the sticks and buttons and stuff. But the actual system itself, if that thing shits to bed, I I can't do anything with it. What do you think about the Switch as a legacy platform once it hits that point? Um, yeah, I mean, there's not a lot of stuff. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I, I fixed the blah, 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 blah. on the first one I had. I fixed the Joy-Con drift on my myself. Um, but other than that, you're right. Uh, maybe not. Nah, I was going to say even um something like a charging port thing uh, somebody with a reflow station can fix but you're not going to be able to fix that at home because it's all surface mount yep. um but at the same time um nintendo usually builds their stuff well i mean i throwing away the wii u stuff where that memory thing or, or the roms breaking um and breaking it i i don't see i don't know it, it it's it's an interesting question. Um, I don't see myself ever getting nostalgia for a Switch only because I'm old and I'm nostalgic for other stuff. Um, but with the newer stuff too, it's also easier to emulate when it comes to the next console. Like when something comes out, you'll probably be able to emulate Switch games on it relatively easily. Um, even on like a handheld. Like I imagine there's there's got to be a Switch emulator for something like the steam what's the steam deck, steam deck. there yeah. there is one for the steam yeah. deck it's not it's not great yet no nah, but, but it'll get it'll get there yeah so i i don't know how important a switch another thing to hmm, i was gonna say if you're using the switch as a portable console it's still kind of bulky so i i don't know i i i I don't see that being an issue just because I think they'll last long enough where people will stop caring about them before they break. And that's a fair point. You know, that's yeah. I, I, especially if the next system is backwards compatible. Yeah. I still use my DS Lite, which I guess isn't that old, but 
I think that's one of the better um, portable consoles Nintendo made. Like I have a an R4 card and a, a GBA ever ever drive for that, and it's just one of the better things just to throw in a bag and carry around. Um, and there you go. That has uh, emulators for Game Gear and Turbo Graphics and stuff like that on the R4 card. So I got all my NES and Super Nintendo games. Nice. All on a little tiny, little tiny thing. Man, I've got my 2DS XL, new 2DS XL. So I still, you know, I've got that. That's my preferred portable. Even though the Switch is a portable, I still treat it like it's a, a console. Yeah, the only time I ever take mine out of the thing is if I go to my mom's. Yeah, like I'll take it to like I'll take it to my parents or I've taken it up to to my grandparents when we've gone up there. Like I flew when we went up to uh, Hollywood's wedding, I took it. We set it up in the hotel room and played uh, Switch Sports, which I mean, and it's cool. Like I love the portability aspect of it, but it's also like it's one of those things where I could get it out on the plane and play it, but it's a pain in the ass. So I'd rather just carry something like this. Put it, which you can't see. I'd rather carry something like this, put it in my pocket, and then be able to just pull it out on the plane. That didn't sound good. <laughs> just, you know, it's an easy access item. Thanks a lot, Ben Laden. Yeah, it's an it's an easy access item to 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 travel with. Whereas my Switch, I have it in like this big bulky ass case because I'm worried about breaking it. Yeah, so I've got a switch light on top of having two regular switches. Um, I don't have the OLED. Do you, either of you guys have one of those? That's the one I'm using now. Oh, that, now yeah, I've heard that the, the, the uh, yeah. obviously the screen's a lot nicer and crisp. It, it, and all I, had, I had the first gen, one the first one that came out, and then um, the battery life wasn't the best on that, so I didn't get the one that they upgraded with a better battery life. They just had those minor things. But when the OLED came out, like I had the OLED, but I still have the OLED uh, Vita too. And um, an OLED screen is beautiful, so I'm like, I think I want that. Now so, with the OLED, with the OLED Vita, I was always, I was always told that the screen would burn out quick on that. How's, how's it held up for you? No, it holds up fine. Um, yeah. I have an OLED TV too. Like I just bought one of them just because of how uh, they're well with the TV. I mean, it's something newer is going to come out before it burns out anyway. But uh, yeah, yeah, no, the Vita screen still, still beautiful. That system that I think got screwed over. Oh yeah, guess it. Oh, uh, what the the Vita? Yeah, in America, oh, yeah. anywhere else. Yeah, they, yeah. they kind of didn't support American or the U.S. market at all. Well, I mean, honestly, the biggest the biggest issue I found with the PSP and the Vita, if Sony just wouldn't have used the proprietary memory <laughs> card, I feel like they would have done so much fucking better. But yeah. going for that cash grab with it, and I I get it. It was a way of of making it anti piracy. But at the same oh, time, no, it wasn't. I pirated both of them like as soon as they came out. I was like, oh, well, here you go. I still have the uh, the original the PSP. The original PSP you used a battery to uh, to do. I still have that battery somewhere. <laughs> the Vita. Actually, I don't think I ever did um, uh, uh, jailbreak the Vita. The Vita is still probably factory. Yeah, my I I had gotten a Vita at launch. That's when I I traded in my. 3ds and got a vita um the 3ds i picked up an original one off of a craigslist deal from a guy who said he was in haddonfield and it turns out he was in camden like i was driving to him like this isn't haddonfield (laughs) and um i had the the original little tiny uh thing and then i wound up trading that into gamestop for the uh 
the bigger one, the 3DS. Uh, XL. Yeah, I don't even know if it was called the XL at the time. It was ever the, I guess it was, because anyway, I wound up with a, a new 3DS XL. Yeah. Nice. Which I like. It's a, it's a very nice console. Dude, you know what pissed me off the other day? I was looking, um, I was looking on eBay just before I ended up grabbing this, before I grabbed this, this 2DX or 2DS XL. And just for giggles, I wanted to see because I used to have the Fire Emblem Fate special edition new Nintendo 3DS that came out. And Peyton, when he was little, I had a big tumbler of, of water and it was sitting on my bedside table. I just filled it up. My MacBook Pro sitting there and my 3DS is sitting there. And Peyton came in and knocked over the water. And I could hear the circuits sizzling. Oh, <laughs> And the 3DS, some water got in it, and it made it made the C like made the C stick go to the right, and so it was constantly the the menu screen was constantly going to the right. So I was like, whatever, I I was devastated. So I took it, I dried it out, I left it off for a while, and I just I was gonna send it back to Nintendo and hope that they didn't realize that it it had water damage. I was going to send it back to them to get it fixed. And then right before I was going to do that, I opened it up, I turned it on and it worked and it wasn't doing that shit. And I tried it and like for a week, I just messed with it, messed with it, messed with it. And it didn't do any of that stuff. So I found somebody that wanted to buy it and I sold it to him for like, I think 200 bucks or something like that. You know what that fucking thing is going for? It's over a thousand dollars, depending upon the dependent upon like if it has the box and everything, and and I had the box and all the documents and all that. So I, that shit kills me. Like that's why I I need to never look at that shit ever again. Like the shit. Have you have you guys ever had any systems or anything like that where you have gotten rid of it and then it just you look I'm not, not systems, but I sold. Uh... Like, I mean, I definitely got more than I paid for them, but I sold um, all my magic cards before they took off. And I had mm. early ones that were super mm. expensive. Um, and then to buy my first Mac Mini, which is worth nothing now. Uh, but, but, I, but I guess theoretically, I mean, I made a couple of iPhone apps. I'm, 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 I'm going to say that it helped my career. Um, I'm going to put it that way. But I sold a stack of comics that included... Um, Showcase Comics number 22, which was the first Green Lantern, or first Hal Jordan Green Lantern. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 129, which was the first uh, Punisher. Um, X-Men 90, whichever one that came out after Giant Size X-92, uh, the first new team in X-Men comics. So it was Giant Size X-Men 1, then it was this one. Um, and there were uh, Spider Amazing Spider-Man 13, which was the first Mysterio. So he appeared in that movie, so that jumped up. So I got four or five grand for them at the time um now again the, the the one that bothers me the most is the showcase 22 um the first three or four pages are missing the bottom corner like a good chunk of the bottom corner um but still that's like a 15 grand comic book <laughs> uh yeah so <laughs> because what happened is all these people started appearing in movies and it jacked the prices up of the uh the things, um, especially the Mysterio one. That one I picked up at a comic book show for, it was under a hundred bucks because I wasn't making a lot of money at the time. And that's probably a two or $3,000 comic now. 
but you can't look at that. Like I said, I, I got more than what I spent on this stuff. Um, I needed the money at the time. So whatever you can't, you can't look back uh, at that stuff. No, I mean, I remember being 12, 13 years old and flipping over all of my original Nintendo stuff. Cause I was like, ah, I'm gung ho for getting SNES stuff, you know? I, and I don't, remember if they were first editions or not but i had the charizard card when pokemon came out i had a couple of them i did too we, like, we would trade the magic cards for them and back and forth just because we would play uh yeah both of them the comic uh, comic castle said hell anyway yeah comic castle yeah. i had a friend of mine who collected magic cards from day one and i mean had i mean binders full of first editions and i have no idea what happened to them yeah uh, i don't know that you know, he ever made anything with it, but it makes me sick thinking like all those years ago that it's like, yeah, you probably could have like, you know, bought multiple mansions right now <laughs> because yeah. I mean, it was ridiculous. I bought, I remember buying a bunch of Pokemon cards on the boardwalk in Atlanta or in ocean city. And I had a Charizard and I, I don't remember if it was the hologram one or not, but I know that I sold my entire binder of Pokemon cards to my uncle for a hundred bucks. Cause his kids wanted them. And that Charizard was in there, and it was a first edition. It was a first print, like legit, like could buy a house now. Well, not a house, but maybe a car to live in. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's you know, I don't know where that ended up. I'm sure they don't fucking have them anymore. I'm sure they're yeah, but you know, Rich, you're right. That's the part. It's like yeah. you really can't look back on it. I, I mean, I literally just sold. All my amiibo they were in the basement in a box for two years um i was getting ready to put them back out like i'm going through stuff in the basement to put back out again and i open up the box and like i did that in marie condi is there a condo what i forget what her name is but like does this bring me joy like yeah, yeah. I want the space um i took it to I actually drove the extra distance to go back to next level games in blackwood um because i've dealt with them a couple of times and uh i got a pile of cash and uh turtles in time for the uh he had a it's not the best condition but he had a box copy complete copy oh, nice. yeah and i'm into turtles so that was like the last well except for tournament fighters for the nest uh, that was like the last one i needed to complete the turtle cartridge games oh cool yeah that's awesome yeah i'm trying to think if there was anything else that we got into last night that i think we've kind of covered those bases you know, it's kind of funny though. You mentioned that that the Hal Jordan went up. If anything, I had a thought that people just would have completely lost interest in Green Lantern after that fucking movie. Um, <laughs> no, you know, I think he's just one of them evergreen characters, which is always going to be popular enough to to drive the price up. Also, it was a Silver Age book. What is it, sixty yeah. something or other? Yeah, no, I yeah. dude, oh, I love I love Green Lantern, but yeah. I, I'm just. You know the movie. What else was in there? It was the first. There was also a first Sinestro, and that went up a little bit. Um, there was a. I still have a list of it somewhere. I have the receipt that the guy gave me. It was a new store that opened up in Haddonfield, Haddon Heights, somewhere up in there, a comic station. It was called, and uh, the guy had to pay me in payments because he didn't have the the cash for it. I'm like okay, shit. Yeah. Yeah, I just looked up. Uh, yeah, that one in in, in like tip top shape couple of years ago sold for over 100 grand <laughs> yeah no this was more like a three or a four if you yeah remember. i see a, i see a bunch of nurse that are on ebay for two to four grand that's yeah i'm looking at them now because i'm like should i rebuy this and i, I don't want to rebuy it <laughs> <laughs> um, what i did I, you know um <laughs> i went to a comic book show one of the new york comic cons um 
what's cool about it, it used to be um, cool where you could go to these comic book shows and the guy would sign your books for free. Um, so I went to that one without any money just to get stuff signed. And Stan Lee was going to be there. I never saw Stan Lee before. Um, but his ticket, and he, there was a certain number of tickets to his thing, and they were $60 a piece, and I didn't get the ticket. Uh, so I traded somebody a, um, a giant size X-Men one for his ticket. Shit. Um, which, I mean, at the time, I paid $150 for the book. So it was only twice what the ticket to the, the show was anyway. Um, and then I got a pile on a pile of stuff. I got a couple of comics signed by Stan Lee. I got to meet Stan Lee. Uh, but that's something I'd like to rebuy, and that's like three or four grand now. Like, eh, I don't want to spend that. The most I've ever spent for a comic was a thousand dollars for a, I think it's a five zero, um, first Doom Patrol, uh, my greatest adventure eighty two or something like that. Oh. And it was already graded, so I don't have to worry about getting graded and stuff oh, like there that. You go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the, once once it's graded, I mean that just. Jackson. Yeah, that's my thing. It, this is like an not quite an investment thing, but I mean a thousand dollars. There's a lot of money, but I had the bonus at the time. Like, eh, let's do it. It's one of them things that I kind of wanted for a while. And I kept watching it go up. That's the thing, too, as I sat there watching, like I could have had it for three hundred dollars had I bought it a couple of years ago, and then it was like four hundred dollars, five hundred dollars. Jesus Christ, let's just buy it now. <laughs> well, that's, that's how I uh, and I've missed out at this point. I, there's no way I'll ever own it, but oh, yeah, that's how that's how I was with uh, with Earthbound for the SNES. Yeah. Is there was a point where I had an option to buy it for sixty bucks. I'm like, eh, I'm gonna get Rock Band instead. I uh, I sold one of them for three hundred dollars. That was complete in box. I paid one hundred and fifty for it. So I'm like, well, I doubled my money. There you go. This was years ago. Yeah. And um, that and a Final Fantasy three that was complete in box. And uh, I have a loose copy of Earthbound now, and I just I still haven't played it. Plus, I have it. Okay. It's one of the games that's included on that. Uh, that's what I was about to say. I was like, now you can just fire up the Switch online and boom, yeah. you're good to go. I bought, <laughs> I bought that on the 2DS, 3DS. I bought yeah. it on the Wii U. I bought it on, you know. I have the bootleg uh, translation of Mother 3, too, and I haven't played any of them all the way through. I started a couple of them. Uh, Earthbound was a game that I actually purchased. I actually had it. I had a copy of it, and I had it. I bought my purchases at the... Um, Oh, there was an exchange at the Philadelphia Navy Yard. Yeah. That's where I got it. Oh, no shit. And um, I didn't have it for very long because at the time, I, and I don't know why, I absolutely hated the game. And I turned it over and said, I don't want this. And boy, I don't. Yeah. He's got a Funko Land fucking newspaper with the price. I, I can tell you what the trade in would have been. Uh, there you go. Uh, $44.99. Not nice. a bad trade in uh, price. Uh, March 1996. Nice. That's, that's not bad for March 1996. When did that game? The game came out in what? 95? I don't know, but I think uh, Super Nintendo is the latest console in this thing. A PlayStation's on it. Is it on there? Oh, yeah. There you go. PlayStation's on the back. No N64, though, so it was before the N64. You're talking about release date for Earthbound? Yeah. yeah. August of 94. 94. Okay. Two years. So not bad for a two-year-old game. But no. What's like, that Nintendo game everyone likes? Uh, or not likes, the one that's... Uh, I forget what it is. It's Rich, the, what's uh, what's Ogre Battle going for on the SNES back in March of 96? Ogre Battle. Trying not to rip the thing as I go through it. Um, Ogre 
battle. I don't even, uh, that's not listed here. Not listed there. I must have been sure. after that. Oh, wait, no, 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 no. I lied. I lied. Uh, 54.99. More I than, knew it. Uh, more than, uh, yeah, I knew, I knew Ogre Battle was like the hot item back then. How about, how about Mario Duck Hunt for the original Nintendo? <laughs> <laughs> 10 cents. <laughs> <laughs> you pay us Super Mario Duck Hunt. You pay us five dollars and we'll take it off your hands. Oh, it's a 3DO. Duck Hunt itself is a quarter. <laughs> nice. Uh, it must be super. It must be under S. There uh, you go. Super Mario Duck Hunt a quarter. <laughs> Twenty nine nice. cents if you have the one that's got Super Mario Duck Hunt and uh, the track and field. Ooh. You get an extra four cents. Yeah. yeah, you were you were like high high class if you had that one. That's yeah. that's the one that I got for Christmas. I got the one Ooh. with the power pad for Christmas. You're high class then. I had the power pad, but I didn't have that version of it. I had the uh, this the Super Mario and Duck Hunt version, and then what came with the power pad? It was like world class track mine, meet. Mine came so my Nintendo came with. The power pad and it had that uh, cartridge, so I don't know what it. I, I was gonna say I remember getting mine. I thought it was like world class track meet was what it, came with it. It might have been. It might have been a separate cartridge. Yeah, that's right. It was the one that was um okay world class track meet. It did. It was the one that um that was the uh, the old stadium events game. Yeah. So that's the game that if you yeah before they turned it over to the power pad that's worth a ton of money Actually, i think it's bandai something or other yeah, yeah it's bandai. Family, yeah, it was bandai. like the bandai fun yeah. pad or whatever the heck it was called yeah and it's yeah so the wait did you have fucking wait you had fucking stadium events no i had world class track meet the oh, game, oh. that that was the game that was right. based yeah. off of that yeah the one that's yeah. not worth anything yeah. yeah exactly the one that was probably selling at funko land for a quarter back in 96 Okay. So DuckTales Duck Duck <laughs> 2, I think, is $15. Uh, but Sesame Street 123 ABC is $25. Yeah, DuckTales was no joke for the Nintendo. I, I, think, I think I traded my sister's copy of, it, of Sesame Street in at Funko. <laughs> <laughs> she had that shit, that ABC 123 Sesame Street bullshit. Hey, I went to a Christian school. I had like a Bible game at some point from the Nintendo. Wait, did you have the one with fucking Baby Moses? I don't remember what it was. I really don't. Now, here's the one thing we did have. It was really cool. I had a Miracle, the piano. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so like my mom actually bought it because she thought, you know, that that's how she would learn piano. So we had it. We had it for the longest time. I'm almost positive that my dad still actually had I don't think he has the cartridge anymore. But it actually still has the keyboard somewhere. So Doom Doom is the most expensive PlayStation game at sixty dollars. Hmm. Twisted Metal's fifty-five. All day long. Revolution X is forty-seven. Oh Revolution God. X. Wow. That I, I remember forgot about that game. So much in the arcade. Mm-hmm. And then I got it for the computer and it was fucking awful. The TV tuner for the game gear is 70 bucks. I had that. I have I have the one for mm -hmm. the um I don't have it now. Oh Jesus Christ. Uh the Turbo, Turbo Express. Yeah. yeah. The Turbo Express, aka the thing that Will Smith was trying to hunt down in that one fucking movie. Did uh either of you guys have the little printer for the Game Boy? I did not. Uh no. Ryan had it. Ryan had Rich. the camera and he had the printer. Nice. Nice but, with like the point zero 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 one megapixel camera. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he used to take pictures of shit all the time, print it out on that. 
for Virtual Boy is fifty bucks. I I would never play it, but for some reason I really, really, really want a fucking Virtual Boy. Bob, you know who had you know you know who had that and and a ton of games for it? Brooks? Matt Hill. Of course fucking Matt Hill. <laughs> it's something you could put your face in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I got one of them in a Blockbuster case over there somewhere. Do you? Yeah. You know who had one, Rich? Ryan Moore had one of those. Okay. Yeah. That was the only time I ever saw it, and I never got to play it because for whatever reason, the, either the be- something was wrong with it, When even when he had it. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, the yeah. Mario game is not terrible, and there's a Wario 4 is in bed. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't even care. Honestly, I don't really care if it even works. I just kind of want one to have, like, sitting on my shelf. I want to. I still don't have a power glove because I don't want to pay what they're going for. But I'd love a. Pa- I had one as a kid. I wouldn't mind so having them. Yeah. What are those going for now? And they're like two or three hundred bucks, depending on. Um, I want it in the box. In the box, are a little more. I don't know. I that was one thing. I never had one, and it's weird. Even as a kid, I never really wanted one. I don't oh, know why. Horrible. It didn't. It didn't yeah. work. It didn't like. It, well, even when it worked, it wasn't great to use because it wasn't like, like they show you in the commercials where everyone's using like one to one, and it's it's not a one to one thing. It's like a this finger's a, this finger's b. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you turn this way, maybe you'll go left. <laughs> if if the ultrasound uh, technology works. Boop. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Oh, this is fun. This was a, it was cool and nice. Uh, we 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 dogged the uh, Nintendo's online service, and then we we went down you know, a nice triple memory lane. We're, I like we're it. talking about uh, uh, just real quick the games that um, that are not working or the life cycle. Um, the 360. I had two of them go bad on me, really? and then the uh, yeah, and then the mini one came out. And the mini one seems it's probably still good. It's over there sitting in the thing. But you see them all the time at like flea markets or garage sales or whatever, and there's no point in buying an original one because there's a better chance of it being red ring than it actually working, just because of how prevalent that was in the first couple of um, cycles of that thing. So yeah. that like, and not only that, but most of the games now work on a Xbox One or whatever. So there's no no point in really doing that. So that's one of those things like. It's never going to be collectible, and I don't know if it's going to be remembered fondly. The three, well, the three hundred and sixty. I think it, it will be remembered fondly. It's not the initial run. Yeah. The initial run is always going to be marred by the red ring. I have the 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 um, slim, the S model. Yeah, that's what I have too. But I have the Star Wars version that's that's done up like R two D two, and it has like the R two D two sounds and shit. That runs perfect. I mean, knock wood. Now I'm gonna fucking turn it on. And it's- <laughs> but that's what—that's actually what I used to play NFL 2K5 for the original Xbox. And the honestly, it it runs well. It plays well. The only thing that the only issue I ever have is sometimes the game glitches out because it's imperfect emulation. Mm. But aside from that, mine's still running like a champ. I even have the little fucking douchey connect for it. The only thing I don't have for it, I don't have the Star Wars Connect game that came with it, and I don't have the uh, C-3PO controller. That's worthless. Eh, I don't give a fuck. 